This is X Factor Leadership with Ramon Newman on the Saving Brothers Podcast. Hey there, greetings and welcome to the Saving Brothers Podcast. My name is Ramon Newman. I'm the co-founder and CEO of New Mavericks. And this is my second podcast on the platform. And as promised last time, I want to talk about the subject of the number one hidden enemy in leadership that must be conquered. And I feel this is a really timely subject to talk about right now based on what's going on, the conflict in the world on a number of levels, especially on the level of war that's raging currently between Russia and Ukraine. So I really want to dig into that a little bit, not so much the details of it, but what's going on underneath in the psychology that's really causing that outer conflict. And it does have a basis, and let's explore what that is. So any performance, be it business performance, be it uh, political performance, economic performance, sporting performance, ultimately is driven by the value of leadership performance. And this is why leadership is so important. Now, we can have the culture right. Uh, We can have strategy and execution right based on really the leadership performance. Uh, But leadership performance comes really from leadership development. And that development is what we call a leadership consciousness. So we've been working with CEOs of mostly public listed companies over the last 20 years. And we've helped them realize the deepest level of their leadership performance, which is their leadership consciousness. Now, consciousness is is a big word, so we can put things like clarity or coherence, creativity, capacity, being a good catalyst, being able to capitalize on things. That's all happening really on a subconscious level, and then it gets performed on a a conscious level in the logical field of, of the senses and doing business and actions. But really, it has to be right on the inside. So... You know, if that's all going well, then leadership performs well and therefore the business performs well or the political environment is is friendly and harmonious. But if that's not going well on the level of leadership consciousness, then there's going to be problems, there's going to be issues, there's going to be conflicts. So what we have to look at is what is the biggest interference that's run in leadership performance and that is happening on this deeper subconscious level. So what we can say and what we can get to the point here in terms of what is that hidden enemy that really undermines leaders, that undermines their performance, that undermines their ability to you know, create a harmonious marketplace or a country or a world, it's really ego, right, an unhealthy ego. Now, an unhealthy ego is that which is caught up or gripped by the field of gain and loss and pleasure and pain and fame and shame because one selfishly, as the ego does, wants to experience what it wants to experience, often at the cost of everything else, which can include health, relationships, harmony, financial stability. And these are all caused by these things we call vices, okay? So... And a healthy ego has a lot of vices to it. So these vices are things like greed and anger and lust and vanity and jealousy and false attachments to things that they think are important but are not really that important. 
And all this comes from a lack of awareness, right? A capacity of awareness to really understand what is good, what is true, what is correct, and what is right. And it's this lack of development of capacity of awareness that causes the ego or this unhealthy, selfish ego to run the show, right? And to make decisions based on that because leadership performance is based on accuracy of decision-making. Now, decision-making should be in the best interests of everybody, right? If decision-making is just in the interests of a few, then inevitably ego is running the show and there's going to be problems, there's going to be conflicts. So where do these inner enemies come from? Well, they come from past experiences, failures, fears, um, your ego being in the driver's seat um, is really what causes these inner enemies. And these inner enemies lead to things like ignorance, which is not knowing or choosing not to know what is the, the truth that makes everyone triumph, that makes everyone victorious. And victorious means everyone wins. Winning just means someone wins and someone loses. So ignorance um, is what's caused the ego to you know, basically be the enemy, and that causes external enemies. And then there's arrogance, right, which is thinking we know when we don't really know, but we project that we do know, or someone projects that they do know what's going on or what is best. So those, the ignorance and arrogance, you know, there are indicators that the ego is, is in the driver's seat and, and causing problems. And then just status quo, uh, quota, uh, inertia, you know, we're basically bound by what we think we know, what we currently know. And we're not open or have a capacity of awareness to know what is a better way to do it, what is a better possibility. And that's what developing capacity of awareness is all about, is that we're actually able to see better possibilities to work things out in a better way. So a telltale sign that an enemy is existing leader is when a leader is quick to dismiss or detect uh, or be interested in new possibilities to grow and do things, um, either themselves or in their business. And this can happen even when those possibilities are proven and the benefits are there and they're effective and they create sustainable change. Uh, another sign is when enemies or inner enemies are there is when we see a leader really intentionally delaying development of something that is needed now and is of real benefit to themselves and their business and their process and their people, but they don't implement it. They hold back on it because they think, you know, the arrogance or the ignorance or the status quo inertia is keeping them in the same spot. So when our minds get really busy, you know, and consumed by our egos, then we do become bound by that fear of loss, um, loss of some kind of self uh, status. Uh, we lack a healthy curiosity about things, a desire to seek out better possibilities. And there's many cases you know, that we've seen like Kodak, like Netflix and Blockbuster, they all had opportunities to continue to evolve the business and, and do better, but they felt that they knew better. They weren't didn't, or didn't have that capacity of awareness to know what is better to, to evolve the situation and evolve the business. So the deeper reason that these inner enemies can hold a leader's achievement and progress um, is, again, their capacity is not there to see a bigger picture, to see what's really going on. Um, they're not able to see the finer details of, of the changes that are unfolding. And this is just a lack of inner development. 
And it's easy to kind of mistime things when we don't have this development of awareness. And, you know, we can give an example here of one of our clients who, you know, he said to us, and this is going to be an anonymous quote of his, he said, the anxiety I feel is just unreal. I'm taking uh, antacids, uh, it's a hard word to pronounce. I've never, I've never used that word much, but I guess it's some sort of uh, antidepressants in uh, a, a handful at a time. And being honest, it takes a few whiskeys for me to fall asleep. I know everything is screwed up, but I just get up every single day and do the exact same thing I did the day before. When a month goes by, I look back and think maybe I should have done something differently, but I don't know what that is. You know, some days I think maybe it isn't that bad and maybe that if I just hold steady, things will keep moving forward. And it doesn't feel right and something uh, is eating away at me uh, day in, day out, even though on the surface everything looks okay. And I just, you know, keep wondering myself what the heck is going on or whether or not I'm going crazy. And it's just like these emotions have created an invisible world I can feel, but I can't see. And I'm tired of feeling restless, tired that I can't sleep, anxious and angry. And that's what this job calls for. Uh, if that's what this job calls for, I don't know if I want to do it anymore. Okay, so he was, you know, very gripped by a lot of inner conflict that was going on. And basically, you know, the outer conflict that we may experience or we may see in the world is coming from some inner conflict. So, you know, when, you know, you hear a leader talking about that or ex experiencing that, uh, do you think he's actually choosing those feelings consciously or on purpose? Because ultimately nobody ever wants to feel like that. No one would ever choose anger and anxiety over feeling a joy and a bliss and a, and a calm energy. So again, it's an inner conflict that is there, that can be there. And usually it's, it's the ego involved that is causing an outer conflict and outer problems. So when our inner enemies driven by our ego are running the show, then the conflict on the inside eventually finds its way to the outside. So we basically are acting based on conflict and friction, which is kind of a dangerous place to be in. So he actually goes on and, and shares more about this experience. He says, I reacted strongly to a deal in a negative way. I told my partner and our associates that I trusted my gut or my intuition, whatever you want to call it. And it ended up being a really bad call. I was wrong. I made very poor business decisions relying on this instinct. And that was probably the biggest eye opener of my career. I guess I had been lucky up to that point. I'd been relying on that intuition for a long time. Nothing had gone terribly wrong. So I figured I was in pretty good shape to keep doing that. The problem was that a lot had changed in our business and with our competition. And I just don't know if I had that capacity at that time to comprehend all the changes and potential opportunities or failures. On top of that, I'd gone through some personal hardships and mentally, I think it affected me and prevented me from doing what was best for our business. So how many times have you thought, I don't feel like myself? Or maybe you felt that you're waiting for something to change, something for ha to happen or take off, 
That is you innocently basically admitting that you're out of alignment with who you are, truly are on the inside. And so how often, you know, can you wonder why you feel this way? You know, how have you tried to figure out, you know, what feels off? How often are you doing that? You know, and how many times do you feel distracted by, you know, what's going on in life and basically letting issues or unresolved conflicts in yourself just wait until you know, the next time. We'll deal with that the next time, right? And how often do we kind of shove those feelings down and brush them off because we don't just don't have time to deal with them. We don't feel like we have time, time to deal with them. And basically this builds, you know, this inner conflict builds and then eventually it shows up on the outside and then we have to deal with it, right? So we either have a choice in any given moment to deal with the conflict that's going on, on the inside uh, so that we can avert it from coming out on the outside, right? So ultimately, you know, we want to develop our capacity of awareness to not be so gripped by the unhealthy ego and being able to, you know, evolve into that healthy ego that really believes and trusts in ourself, but not just ourself, that we also believe in, in the process that's unfolding. Um, we're believing in the changes that need to happen or can happen that we believe in the, in the process, we believe in what we can do to influence the process, and we also believe that, you know, others around us can also, you know, be an ally in really creating the experience that we want and not thinking them as a, as a threat or a danger, and that we also believe in, in the outcomes and trust in the outcomes that we want to experience. So ultimately a healthy ego decides from a place that it wants everyone to be fulfilled in some way uh, from the decision that's being made, that everyone feels inspired and that ultimately a healthy ego realizes that everyone is an extension of ourselves, that whatever we're doing to our environment or people in our environment, we're ultimately doing to ourselves. So how do we get to this healthy ego that is really able to make more accurate decisions well, ultimately, it requires a process of purification so that we can get to that simplicity that gives us clarity so we're not complicated. We realize what's really important. And we're not so gripped and bound by the stresses and the vices that the ego can, can create and feed on. And that, you know, we're not affected so much by the negativity or we don't entertain the negativity so much. And there's less fear and, and incoherence uh, in ourselves and in our environment. So ultimately, this is best done by developing, you know, a greater capacity of awareness, which is through developing our consciousness, which, you know, really comes from that field of leadership consciousness, which is silence, which is awareness, which is knowledge, which is understanding the laws of nature that evolve everything in a very evolutionary and life-supporting way. And that bring fulfillment, you know, ultimately that's what we want to experience. And that when we're in that more fulfilled state, then naturally we act and decide and achievement becomes more of a byproduct versus we're trying to achieve so we can feel fulfilled, uh, which may or may not happen because fulfillment is not something that we ultimately achieve. It's something that we experience based on who we are. So, you know, the more that we develop a capacity of awareness, the more we're able to see better possibilities, the more we're able to discern more clearly the, the what, the why, the how, the where, the who, 
and you know what is best for yourself and everyone else to evolve. So I hope that enlightens you in some way about this number one hidden enemy that can be there. And the more that I think we can all address that in ourselves on an individual level, on a collective level, then the less chances are that we're going to experience the conflict that we're having to witness today and what's going on. So enjoy that. And if there's any questions, feel free to reach out. And I look forward to sharing more in future podcasts. This has been a Saving Brothers podcast. Thanks for listening.